This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nos. Good morning. So we are going to do Uddhav Gita. This is uh, chapter six, verse twenty-five onwards. So we are talking about uh, devotion to me. So in the last verse, that is twenty-three and twenty-four, we were we like I said, we will just do a recap of it, so you will get an understanding of it. How does a person have devotion for the Lord? Devotion for the Lord comes through singing, reflecting on His tales. That means if there are bhajans and kirtans and car music, and if you know what is devotional music that is going on, and if you participate in it. If you listen to it, if you hear it while you maybe you're driving or something like that, and if you indulge in it by being a part of it, then devotion increases. It is conducive to the well-being and purity of the world. Again, imitating my deeds. Imitating my deeds means there are lots of. Uh, you know, time during the year when you have different different kinds of functions, uh, Ram Leelas are there, and so on and so forth. Mahabharat is being recited, and at that point in time, it is important to be a part of it, to maybe play a role. If there is a play that is required, you know, <laughs> you may play the role of a Ram or a Sita or something like that. You can do that as well. Then he says. my deeds and life having me as their refuge and pursuing duty desire and wealth for my sake everything that you do in this world has to be done for my sake alone that means it is not that you are going to do something for yourself because at the end of the day if you do something for yourself you are going to incur karma so he says do something for me so when you do something for me then what happens is you are it is like i said yesterday one example of uh, you know the patriarch of the family you are giving everything that you earn you give it to him at the beginning of the month you know whatever you earn and then he distributes it to everybody so just imagine you are working for krishna so krishna will take all your credits and he will distribute them in the world it's, it's like that so in that case what happens you are getting a lot of positive benefits which you may not understand it is think about it just imagine that uh, there is a there is a story in which radha says to krishna i want to be with you alone i don't want any other person around me now this is the meanest thing that a person can say from her point of view it is the right thing that she has said because she wants exclusivity but this universe and everything that is there in it plus the people this entire creation is just a manufactured thing it is not real nothing is real it belongs to prakriti prakriti has created these objects the unmanifest domain 
which is another thing. That is also what the Prakriti says, you know, this is what is the created object. So he is supposed to go towards this unmanifest and think about it as God. Whereas this and this both are his own creations. So if there is a distinction being made that I want to have only this, which is the manufactured thing, then it is wrong. Krishna says that you should have both but you can have both provided you love both. So when there is an Advaitist, he denies the whole creation. When is the creator pers- person who believes in creation, Advaitist, Advaitist means the one who believes in duality, he considers God as somebody else and this whole thing as somebody else. No. Everything is divine. That is what I was doing yesterday. I said there is only one soul. And in that one soul, how can you have separations? So when you love something, when you have exclusivity of devotion, you are just saying, think about it, I love only the heart of the person, not the rest of the body. So can I pull out the heart and you can just go with the heart and the rest of the person can die? Is that correct? Or I say that, oh, I like that beautiful, you know, that vermilion dot that you put on your head, the rest of your face and body I don't like. That is wrong. So when Radha says something like this, it is wrong because she is thinking exclusivity helps. Actually, it doesn't help. You have to love everything in the creation and this is what is going to be taught today all right so we have finished this so we are starting verse 25 from chapter 6 the last message of sri krishna uddhav gita he worships me attaining devotion for me through association with sages he indeed easily realizes my state inculcated by the sages. This is a separate verse altogether. What does it mean? Human beings cannot achieve perfection without the help of a teacher. The teacher who is full of knowledge is me alone, Krishna says. So the sages, saints, gurus are absolutely required for attaining anything. There are many a times, I mean you might have heard, there are people who deny their gurus. They say that, oh I got my knowledge just like that. There is nobody on this planet earth, including the Lord himself, who can get knowledge on his own. If the Lord is born on this earth, He has to go through this medium called the sage, the guru. That means even if Krishna is born today, he will need to have a master. A master is the doorway towards reaching the enlightened state of being divine, absolutely. Um, You may say why again? You see, if if there is no doorway, how will you enter? 
when a person says that you know i got my knowledge just like that i was meditating on the himalayas for 1000 years and suddenly the knowledge came to me by the grace of whatever you know god nothing like that happens actually and this is one thing which people need to understand now you may say that you know buddha got enlightened without his there was no guru of course there were gurus see whatever they had taught entered his system and stayed there sometimes a person feels that i haven't learnt anything i don't want to know and it is not that person's knowledge i got it because i thought about it this is how it works whereas what is the reality the reality is simply like this if you do not have that break in life you will not realize the truth to realize the truth sometimes you have to go through certain terrible means what is death if this is the question that you wish to know till you do not experience death you are not going to understand and that is a good lesson for a person that means if a person needs to understand death he has to see death practicality there is this is the practical aspect of it again people have this habit of saying you know that i don't want to practice it but i i have seen other people other people's experiences are different are you different than any other person 100% how much is your knowledge can you tell me how much is every individual's knowledge nobody can gauge it because you are only going to gauge from the age of 0 to whatever age you are you may say i am a btech graduate okay and you will say oh i studied till the age of 22 and now for the last 7 8 years i am working in this company so my knowledge is so much i am knowledgeable material worldly knowledge is not knowledge it is ignorance it has taken you away from the reality the reality is who are you and what has the reality come to you today i am a working employee i am married to so and so i have so many children this is what your reality is the reality which you think it is i am the son of so and so i am staying in this country this place this location and this is what you have thought of yourself i am this person and if i have to remove you from that place then what happens i exile you to the moon go get out then what happens so will you say that i stayed in the moon <laughs> that is all wrong it is nothing to do with the place location and qualification or who are you married to how many children it has nothing to do with that who are you is a main question nobody knows the answer and that answer is only through spiritual guidance it's only when you get the guidance in spirituality will you understand so sages are important so he says worship me krishna says worship me attaining devotion for me 
through the association of the sages without the association of the guru or the sage you will not be able to meet me and he will explain this to you later on he indeed realizes my state inculcated by the sages inculcated by the sages what does this mean inculcation taking in grasping you know so i will have it inculcated through the sages that means the sage has my state the sage is me alone so the sage has my state and because the sage has my state so when you go through him you will also inculcate it otherwise you won't think about it like this now you are learning a particular kind of a martial art how many types of martial arts are there so many so let us say you are learning kung fu or in india we say kalyara patta or something like that okay if you want to learn kung fu you go to a kung fu master he is going to teach you kung fu right now is he going to teach you qigong or qigong no he is not going to teach you that because he may not be a master of that if there is a karate master he is going to teach you karate so different masters have different knowledge with them and this is material worldly knowledge in spiritual domain it is the knowledge of that self s e l f capital s e l f which means the divine the truth in this world so knowing the truth is essential in spiritual so inculcating the state of the sages their truth becomes your truth the devotional path is through them okay so now uddhava is going to ask certain questions to krishna so verse 26 says uddhava said o thou of surpassing glory o lord what sort of a sage does thou prefer most what kind of devotion approved by sages is most acceptable to you so in this question he is asked ki first can you tell me what kind of a sage are you preferring there is a sage he must be certain kind of a sage there are different kinds you know like just now i said a kung fu master is a kung fu master huh? like that if if you are learning certain things you will have a different master so if you are trying to understand even uh, you know physics or chemistry chemistry master is different than physics master isn't it like that in spirituality also the sages are there different kinds of sages are there and what are they up to and who is the kind of person that you will recommend verse 27 says o lord of men o lord of the spheres o lord of the universe say this to me for i have prostrated myself to thee am devoted to thee and have surrendered myself to thee verse 28 says o lord thou art the supreme brahma infinite like the sky the purusha who is beyond the prakriti thou art incarnated on earth assuming a separate body of thy own accord now this is a knowledge which is there in uddhava by the way think about it 
he knows there is the lord almighty standing in front of him think about it this is very strange even if god is standing in front of you yet you can't see him doesn't that sound strange krishna is standing right in front of uddhava and yet he is asking krishna the question how do i have devotion to you and krishna says you want to come to me come through the sage if you come directly to me no no devotion okay you are just some ordinary person so this is something which is doesn't it tell you that this is something really extraordinary in this world the same thing he had said to namdev also namdev story is well known namdev thought that he was eating food with the lord and when he goes to meet krishna i mean that is vitoba vitoba says i'm sorry you have not attained me at all if you want to attain me first you have to find your master so go find your master and that is the reason why namdev searches for the master the master's name is vishoba khesar you know goes and finds him and it is the master who teaches him what is the meaning of the word lord what is the example the example is what krishna just now gave you know what i gave also just now what did i say you can never find me if you do not love my universe and do not love everything in this world the example is very simple if you think you have so much of devotion to me you will never find me the living entity called krishna even if you have krishna in front of you you can never find krishna if you don't love my creation so when vishoba khesar is teaching namdev what does what happens over there vishoba khesar is sleeping with his legs on top of the pindi that is the linga shivlinga so namdev says looks at his leg and you know he puts it at the side so wherever he puts the leg he finds a pindi a linga is springing up over there so finally he realizes this must be my master so the master wakes up and says to him see put my leg where there is no god so to see god in everything is the only way of enlightenment people have this habit of hating people i don't like this one i don't like that person this one is not good that one is not good this kind of hatred that is there person even if they live with krishna they will never attain him never in any life of theirs can they attain krishna because hatred is the doorway to hell if you know that anger hatred all they are called shadripus shadripus means six worst kind of sins so any person who has even an iota of it can never attain krishna in any life of theirs they may live with krishna they will just be some ordinary mortal over there so this is the truth about sages the sages have to be honored and if you do not honor them then you can never attain krishna any time never in life and this is what he is going to teach 
So he says, assuming separate bodies for thy own accord. When Krishna takes a form, he takes a form for a particular reason. The reason is to put dharma back on this planet earth. Dharma means what? Following the path of righteousness. What does righteousness mean? Righteousness means, if you remember yesterday, we were discussing certain things. There is a movie going on today where a woman, you know, when she is going somewhere, somebody pours acid on her face. Now, when somebody pours acid on her face, she fights a legal case in the battle in the court. She wins it. Now, this is a story. It is true. Somewhere it has happened. What is righteousness in this case? Can anybody say what is righteousness in this case? So, the normal, the general consensus is this woman has been affected. So, we need to take her side and we need to see that she gets compensated. And maybe she should get into some kind of a surgery, you know, what they call it as plastic surgery and all that. And our sympathies are with her. Isn't sympathy something which destroys everything? Think about it. Because we sympathize with a person, we do not encourage that person into doing something spectacular. It is only when you have the deficiencies in the system. You can't walk with two legs. You don't have legs. You know, the legs have been cut off. So you use artificial feet. Have you heard about this person who runs faster than anybody because he has artificial feet? Now, if that person was not motivated enough and if he was pitied, you think he would have become like that? So never pity a person. Never pity a person because, oh my God, poor fellow, you know, he did, he's got such a horrible face. He's got no legs and all that. No, 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 no. Encourage them. Empower them. So, to be on the path of dharma means to empower a person, not pity a person. Not show them sympathy. Show them what they can achieve in their life. So if this lady whose face got burnt because of that, tell her what she can do. How she can achieve objectives in this world. Can she become a beacon for all the other people who suffer? Can she be the leader? That is important. Not, you know, uh, chastising the person who has done this thing wrong or putting him in jail. By putting him in jail, it's not going to help anybody, by the way. He should be put in jail, no doubt about it, as per the law of this world. But help this lady get out of that rut. People think that it is not my problem, it is somebody else's problem. It's like when I do satsang, you know, people have this general idea, this satsang is meant not for me, but the other person is suffering. That is why the other person has to be given this satsang. Actually, if you are hearing my words, they are meant for you. Not for somebody else. It is your defect, not somebody else's defect. And empowerment means what? 
overcoming the problem that you have. Isn't that true? Just now, did I not say? Overcoming the problem. So if you have anger as your main problem, overcoming that anger is empowerment. Overcoming that thing on your face because somebody has poured acid on it, overcoming that is empowerment. If you have certain defects of whatever the defect might be, that, that smallness that a person feels, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. What do you mean by you can't do this and you can't do that? You can do anything in this world. So Krishna came on this planet Earth because he has to show the path of dharma. Do you remember in the Bhagavad Gita, that person was cowering in his, you know, chariot. Who? Arjuna. Oh, I can't fight, I can't do this, I can't do that. And he tells him, no, you can. Go and fight. That is called empowerment, isn't it? So the person has a defect. The person has a defect. The defect could be is yellow. You know, yellow means what? A person who, who is afraid of things. The fear is there. Anxiety is there. You know, person is always, what can I do? What can I do? I don't know what to do. These are the problems which every individual may have. Different kinds of issues. You got to identify the problem that you have in the first place. What is your problem? My problem is money. That is the first thing a person says, you know. Money is always, according to them, a problem. Actually, it's a facilitator. When you don't have money, you will work hard to get money. The problems are connected to the Shadripus. The defects in that body. Okay? If you have envy for another person, oh, that person got so many degrees, I didn't get to study, I am the worst creature on earth. Who said that? An idiot will say that, boss, you have the time to study. Why are you wasting your time in doing something completely different? You know, self-flagellation. You know, self-flagellation means what? Trying to beat yourself up. I didn't get to study. I didn't get to study. I didn't get to study. It's called self-flagellation. This is pitiable condition. Krishna comes on this earth. In the Bhagavad Gita, he says, this is what you got to do. Go and fight. Okay? Don't show me that yellow face of yours. Don't show me that, oh, I am such a miserable person. This is the reason why the Lord takes birth. Okay. One very, very important thing is this. Then, why is it that you can't see the Lord? Because the Lord is not there to show his face to you. Krishna was not there for Arjuna to give him enlightenment, by the way. If you need an enlightenment, you have to go to a spiritual master. Krishna himself has become a spiritual master many a times. But when he becomes a spiritual master, he is not the lord of the universe. He takes you to the lord of the universe. There is a difference in this. Please understand this. Can you understand what I am saying? There is Krishna who has taken birth. Hmm? Krishna who has taken birth. Now this Krishna is a friend. To meet him, you have to go through the spiritual master. 
when he is teaching something he is the spiritual master and through him you can attain the divine krishna in the bhagavad gita he is krishna guru he is the guru of arjuna but the moment that thing is over he becomes a charioteer <laughs> and after that he splits himself into four four entities he is not a spiritual master he is the one who is going to motivate this world into doing something he is a king right he becomes a king of dwarka and all that it is only when he is dying that all the entities are back into him remember everybody is dead when this thing is going on everybody is dead except him they are all fighting over there no <laughs> and he is teaching uddhava something so he is now the spiritual master because all entities are in one and he is teaching so this i hope you all got this whole idea about it the other story which i told you of namdev vithuba vithala has come over there to be worshiped but he leaves only the form of his the black stone now can you understand the black stone no you have to go through your doorway to understand what is inside that black stone so namdev has to meet his guru so i hope you all understood this whole you know ring marol thing that i told you about so let us see what he says so the lord comes on earth only so that he can follow make others follow the path of dharma by you understanding your swadharma you will go on your path so dharma is the reason why you have taken birth dharma is the path of righteousness to do the right thing there and right thing is not what you think the material worldly right this right is different okay so the lord says so we are doing verse 29 the lord says compassionate with enmity to no creatures forbearing with truth at his as his strength of all an impeccable mind same to all benefactor of all beings so who can be the spiritual master a spiritual master's qualities number 1 is he is very compassionate compassionate to that compassion is always translated into that who oh, you are so nice you're so kind okay like no 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 compassion means giving two tight slaps also you see if somebody is falling down on their path the master's job is to give that slaps to that person there is a very beautiful story of vashishta muni and vishwamitra a vishwamitra always thought vashishta muni is his enemy though he knew he is the highest master he is the brahma rishi is the topmost rishi in this world and who was vishwamitra vishwamitra was a king now this king he was vishwamitra the friend of mankind just think about it friend of mankind and enemy of the guru 
How does that sound? How can Vishwamitra be considering Vashishta Muni as his enemy? Then he is not Vishwamitra. He is Vishwadushman. You know, Dushman, <laughs> enemy of this world. <laughs> so Vishwamitra considers Vashishta Muni as his enemy. Actually, what is Vashishta Muni saying? If you want to qualify for certain thing in this world, you need to have the qualification for it. The qualification is so very important. Just by saying, I am qualified doesn't make you qualified at all. There are so many graduates, engineers, this and that and all those kind of things. You may have learned the very simple language, you know. Language skills, you know, C++ and all that. But even a 8th standard student can learn that language. Application of the language for many years, then you become a master in that subject. But he's not an engineer. He's just an 8th standard pass. So do you understand qualification is a different terminology over here. Compassion means to have compassion for the people. Compassion is equivalent to love. When you love someone, you show them the path. Do you understand? When you love someone, you show them the path. So if I give a tight slap to the person and I say, this is the path you need to follow, that person considers me as the worst creature on earth. That is not correct. Because compassion means giving slap and yet showing the path. The reason is because it is self. S-E-L-F. The love is of the self. Not the small self. The divinity called the self. And this love is unconditional and that is why the person is treating you like this. So compassion is there. Second, enmity to no creature. The sage, even if you want to become the sage, you can never have enmity to anybody. Please understand this. Nobody can be your enemy. You cannot treat people like enemies at all. Even the worst creature on this planet earth, the person may come and kill your own whole family. Still you cannot consider that person as an enemy. Enmity to no creature. How many have that? People think Every other person is an enemy, especially those who go in corporate world, no? They have their coterie, some three, four people who are called their chamchas. They have their chamchas and they think that they are not their enemy. The rest of the world is against them. In every corporation, in every company, this is how people think. So they will have some four, five people. You will find that in some offices, they go for cigarettes, you know, or they go for a tea. So four or five people will go for a tea. Or in women's world, it is like, you know, 
they will meet in the powder room or basically over there. You know, this happened and that happened and, and then they have grape wines. Secret agents. Actually, that is the worst thing that they can do. That means you don't have equanimity. You can never qualify for anything in this world. You are just an ordinary person like any other person in this world. When you have compassion for everybody, when you are having enmity with no one, you may think that there is a person who is trying to pull you down. No. Actually, that person is the most responsible person on earth. It is because of that person you are going to rise in your life. How can he be your enemy then? Think. We have a lot of any so-called enemies in this world. Isn't it because of that enemy you become stronger? Right? What hurts you will make you more stronger, isn't it? It's a very, very strange world. People think that those who pander and pamper are their friends. Actually, they are the enemies. They do not allow you to grow in your life. There are people who will pander to you, you know. Oh, you're so good, you're so good, you're so good. Actually, they are selfish people. They're selfish to the core. If somebody comes and panders to you and somebody says, Oh, you're so nice and all that. Actually, that person is selfish. He has got ulterior motives. Ulterior motives are what? I want to grow, so I'll go and, you know, use butter on that person. Polson butter or amul butter. What? That is wrong. It is to grow for themselves. They are trying to grow for themselves. They are not good. So those who are there like this, they are actually pulling down that person. The enemies, they think of them as enemies, are the ones who are making them stronger. You should always keep enemies in your surrounding then you become the strongest think what i am saying you see in the boxing ring everybody is your enemy isn't it it's when you get the you know the championship belt isn't it because of the enemies that you think have you got that belt suppose you had friends you think they are going to beat you box you no they will do uh. You will do, uh, they will do, uh, then you will do, uh. it's also a fake, fake fight. No, when there is a very strong opponent in front of you, you become stronger. This is the truth about this world. Nobody understands this truth. They think that the friend is good. Never. So this is one. So for a sage, he has enmity to no creature. He is forbearing. Forbearing to what extent? You cannot even imagine the kind of forbearance which a sage has. You see, if you have an ordinary cold, you are going to... Uh, uh, you keep on doing like this throughout. A sage doesn't care. He will take on your diseases. He will take on your problems. He doesn't tell anybody that he is taking on. Think. You cannot handle your own body. 
I got pain in my leg. I have this. I have that. This is my problem. That is my problem. My hairs are falling. My, you know, I got stomach. I got this. I am putting on weight. I am losing weight. I got loose motions. I go to the toilet for one hour. People have these issues. So individually, you can't handle yourself. Can you see that? If you cannot handle yourself, how can you handle the other person with you? Do you understand what I'm saying? You should be able to not only handle your own body, but can you handle other 10 people with you? Then you become a sage. A sage is a person who has got terrific endurance power. He not only handles his own issues, he handles the issues of this world. Yesterday, somebody wrote to me about he has got some uh, what disease? Yeah, CKD, some uh, issue with his uh, you know urinary tract. Now, why would somebody say to me about urinary tract infection? Actually, they are supposed to go to the doctor. But by saying things like this, the sage normally is able to handle it, but he is still going to say, go to the doctor. So, did you get that? So, he has got terrific forbearance. He can withstand any kind of issue. I just told you issues connected to health and all. But there are other issues in this world. Not connected to health. Sometimes it is connected to relationships. Sometimes it is connected to money. Sometimes it is connected to different, different... You you may not even know what they are connected to. Not only in this dimension, but other dimensions as well. So he has got forbearance as far as that is concerned. With truth as his strength... Always remember, the Guru, whatever he does says is the absolute truth a man may not understand that just now we were listening to one small video in that the person says the sage said these words Ashoka said these words and I was there with him now Ashoka happened so many years ago hundreds of years ago and you will say how can this person be he's telling lies No, he is a sage. He is telling the truth. You don't know that. So sometimes the sage says certain very peculiar words. Please remember those words are connected to the truth. Whatever he says and does is the truth. Do not try to discount it. And don't say that you are having this, you know, falsehood. No, the sage always tells the truth. The master always tells the truth. He's got truth as a strength of an unimpeccable mind. His mind is absolutely pure and clean. Not like ordinary people. Ordinary people have, you know, they hide daggers in their mind. They will say very nicely, Hello, how are you? How do you do? Actually, they are carrying a multiple daggers in their hands. And they are different parts of body. Never go by that. I told you, no. A friend is not a friend. If you want to be in spiritual, please understand, you can welcome enemies. Don't welcome friends. They will pull you down. 
let me put it this way they will say to you now you are in spiritual they will say to you you know why do you want to become a sadhu why you want to become this disciple or this devotee of this person you have got a family you got to take care of your mother father brother sister husband wife who oh, i am your friend that is why i am telling you this aren't your friends telling you and your family members who have great regards for you telling you not to be in spiritual they are your enemies please understand that they are your enemies don't bother your head about these people in reality they appear as friends and who are your enemies somebody who tries to pull you down constantly you know pulling you down it's when you are getting pulled down that you will try to climb higher is when somebody says to you you are useless fellow you don't even understand how these things are done you have not learned anything okay you are worthless when somebody comes and says this you the self gets motivated to become better and better in life so this truth is not understood like i said so this the sage he has impeccable mind he is pure only he only means the truth and he says the truth he is same to all and benefactor of all beings he has no partiality in him he is not partial to one person and you know the other person feels oh he is always with this person did i not tell you about namdev story namdev can stay with krishna but yet namdev will be the biggest idiot on earth because namdev will never reach god never it's when he meets the guru it's when he goes through the tra- trail trials and travels of his you know spiritual development then only he can reach i think today's lesson will teach you what is it how to become pure in this world so he is having no partiality in him he is impeccable whereas that is concerned he is the same to all and he is a benefactor to all not benefactor to one person only he doesn't have enemies at all please understand he doesn't have any friends nor enemies he has equanimity at constant times and because he has equanimity he sees everything in the same way to become a sage these are certain qualities that you need to have compassion enmity to none everything is the same forbearing should be able to undergo all kinds of issues and yet stand strong full of strength truth everything that he says is the truth he is of an impeccable mind his mind is absolutely pure he is same to all and he is a benefactor to all so we have ended verse 29 next time we shall do verse 30 onwards so i will see you all in the coming